everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. It is a joy and a privilege and an honor to have you watch our broadcast. And we just want you to know how much we appreciate those of you that communicate with us and let us know that the lessons that you're hearing are blessing your life. You know, there's nothing that thrills me more than knowing that our ministry is making an impact in lives all over the world. And we appreciate so very much those of you that take the time to communicate with us. So if you haven't done so, and this ministry has been a blessing to you, please take a few moments and let us know. You can email us, you can write to us, you can call, however you desire. Just let us know that this ministry is touching your life and blessing you. And once again, those of you that have taken the time to do so, thank you, thank you so very much. And our partners, how can we express to you how valuable you are to us? Partners, we appreciate you so very much. You're the reason why we're able to continue to expand this ministry and reach more and more people all over the world. Your faithful monthly support is greatly appreciated. And I pray over each of our partners right now that supernatural increase will come upon your life and that God's favor will continually manifest in your behalf like never before. Praise God. All right, we're going to continue talking about living in a continual state of God's favor. Most of you know that talking about the subject of favor is my favorite subject in the Bible. I'm going to read to you from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. On previous broadcasts, I've read from the King James. For the sake of time, I'm not going to read it. You may want to do that on your own after the broadcast. But I'm going to read from the Amplified only. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are justified, acquitted, declared righteous, and given a right standing with God through faith, let us grasp the fact that we have the peace of reconciliation to hold and to enjoy. Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Through Him also we have our access, our entrance, our introduction by faith into this grace. Now listen how the Amplified defines grace. State of God's favor. In which we firmly and safely stand and let us rejoice and exult in our hope of experiencing and enjoying the glory of God. Now that's a long uh, translation there, but there's such powerful truths that I want you to get a hold of them. Notice what an awesome two verses these are. In fact, every time I read them, I can't help but praise God because I believe that if you got a revelation of just what's in these two verses alone, you would live a life of victory. So let's go back and see what this two verses tell us. Once again, it says that we must grasp the fact. That's important. In other words, it's got to be more than just reading. It's got to be more than something that you just glance over. To grasp the fact means that it literally becomes a revelation to you. And here's what he says that we should grasp in particular. Four different things. Number one, that we have peace with God. Is that a revelation to you yet? We have peace with God. That means that God's not holding anything against you. That means that he's not mad at you. You know, because of what Adam did in the Garden of Eden, the relationship that he had with God was severed. It was broken. But Jesus came to restore that relationship. And because of what he did at Calvary, you and I 
now have peace with God. Don't let anybody tell you that God's mad at you. Don't listen to that lie. Don't let anybody tell you that God won't have anything to do with you. Don't listen to that lie. You have peace with God, not based on anything you've done, but based entirely upon what Jesus did at Calvary. Say it with me. I have peace with God. Say it again. I have peace with God. And then number two, grasp this fact. We have right standing with God. To me, that is the grandfather of all revelations, to know that you have right standing with God. That's what righteousness means. It just simply means having right standing with God. Once again, don't let anybody tell you that God won't have anything to do with you. Don't let anybody tell you that, that you're just a nothing in the sight of God. That is not true. That is a lie right out of the pit of hell. In the eyes of God, you are righteous, not based on anything you've done, but based entirely on what Jesus did at Calvary. So righteousness is an old English word that just simply means having right standing with God. Now I'm telling you, if that ever becomes a revelation to you that you have right standing with God, your life is going to be changed forever. Your days of failure and defeat will be a thing of the past. Now, I want you to say this with me. I have peace with God. And then number two, I have right standing with God. Say it again. I have peace with God and I have right standing with God. Let that sink in. You need to study these, spend a great amount of time in the Word of God until that becomes a revelation to you. And then number three, grasp this fact. You have access to God. What a great revelation. That means that no one else has to do that you're praying for you. No one else has to go to God for you or in your behalf. Now, I welcome other people's prayers, but listen, I have access to God on my own. Once again, not based on anything I've done, but based entirely on what Jesus did. You know, in the Old Testament, it took a priest uh, representing the people and representing God. He was the go-between. But today, praise God, you and I have legal access to God. The book of Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16 says, Let us come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain grace and help in a time of need. Notice God invites you and me to come boldly before His throne. That means you have legal access to Him. What a great revelation that is. So I want you to say this with me once again. Number one, I have peace with God. Are you saying it? I have peace with God. Number two, I have right standing with God. And number three, I have legal access to God. Now, number four, and I'm reading these all from Romans chapter five, verse one and two. Number four is we have favor with God. Now, you know how much I enjoy that. Say it with me. I have peace with God. I have right standing with God. I have legal access to God and I have favor with God. What a great revelation. Now, the apostle Paul is telling us that if we grasp these four basic redemptive truths, our lives will never be the same. So that means that once this becomes a revelation to us, then our prayer life is going to change. Our attitude is going to change. 
Uh, how we think about God is going to change. How we think about ourselves is going to change. Uh, you know, people today, so many Christians today, they've been told in church, they've been told by preachers, they've been told by religious-minded people that God won't have anything to do with them, that their righteousness is as filthy rags. That was true under the Old Testament. Our righteousness was as filthy rags. In fact, the Old Testament tells us there's none righteous, no, not one. That was true before Jesus went to Calvary. But after that, folks, once he went to Calvary and was willing to shed his blood and give his life, then praise God today, according to Romans chapter 3, according to Romans chapter 5, we have been made the righteousness of God. So once that sinks in, once that becomes a revelation to you, then I'm telling you, you're going to become victory-minded. You're going to become success-minded. You're going to become answered prayer-minded because the Bible says the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and His ears are open under their prayers. And then just think about this. You have favor with God. You have favor with God. And that means that you have the right to expect His favor to show up and to manifest every day of your life. Now, we can actually expect the favor of God to show up. I want you to say that. I expect God's favor to show up every day in my life. See, attitude is everything. Expectancy is everything. It's a proven fact. Whatever you expect is what you will experience. If you go around saying all the time, I don't expect to see God do anything in my life. Well, you're going to get what you expect. Well, I don't expect to be any better off this time next year. That's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get what you expect. Well, I expect my life is going to be worse. Who knows? You know, just like Grandpa, he, he, he died at an early age, and I probably will too. Folks, you're going to get exactly what you expect. So why don't you change that, or better than that, why don't you let the Word of God change your attitude let the Word of God change your outlook and let the Word of God change your expectancies. I expect the favor of God to show up every day in my life. Why? Not because of what I've done, not because I'm such a good Christian. It's all based on the fact that Jesus was willing to shed His blood. He was willing to give His life for me and He's the one who gave me this right standing with God, gave me access to God, caused me to have the peace of God and gave me the right to expect the favor of God to manifest in my life. So if he did all of that, if he was willing to go through all that so I could expect the favor of God, then I'm going to expect it. I'm not going to do dishonor to Calvary. I'm going to honor what he did and I'm going to expect his favor to show up every day of my life. Now that's what Romans chapter 5 verses 1 and 2 the Amplified Bible calls living in a state of God's favor. Now, the word state is used here, and it denotes a manner of standing. It denotes attitude. It denotes position, and it also denotes condition. In other words, you live in a condition of continual favor. Now, to get, help you understand that, you've heard people talk about, I live in a continual state of depression. What does that mean? That means they don't experience depression, you know, once every year. They're experiencing depression all the time. When a person says, I live in a state of fear, what does that mean? That they are fearful, 
Maybe once every five years. No, that means they live in fear all the time. So if a person can live in a state of depression and a person can live in a state of fear, uh, a person might even say, I live in a state of poverty. That means that they're poor all the time. That means that their needs are never met. They live in a state of poverty. Well, if you can live in a state of fear, you can live in a state of depression, you can live in a state of poverty, why not live in a state of favor? In fact, that's what Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, the Amplified says we're entitled to, to live in a state of continual favor. So say that with me. Even if you have to say it by faith, say with me, I live in a continual state of God's favor. Now see, I say that all the time. This is not just a sermon to me. I'm not just saying this, you know, in teaching a television broadcast. I say this all the time. In fact, uh, in just in the last couple of days, I've had the favor of God show up and manifest in, in some very powerful ways. And the person who was with me when it showed up, they heard me say, that's the favor of God. And when I said it, the person said, you know, I knew you were going to say that because I talk this way all the time. I get up every day talking the favor of God. I go throughout the day talking about the favor of God. I go to bed thanking God for the favor of God. And consequently, when I get up in the morning, I'm expecting the favor of God to show up in some way. You know, uh, a couple of days ago, a friend of mine was with me and we were having dinner together. Actually having, yes, a late night dinner. I'd been in a meeting and after the meeting, I said, you know, I haven't eaten all day. Why don't we go have something to eat? So we went out to eat dinner. And so I told him, I said, now I'm buying. So just order whatever you want. I'm buying tonight. He said, thank you. I appreciate that. So we had our meal. We had a good time of fellowship. And so I asked for the, the, the bill. The waitress came by. I said, uh, would you bring me the bill, please? She said, uh, some people, um, a few tables over, uh, they've already left, but they took care of your bill. I said, really? She said, yes. I said, well, you know what that was? She said, uh, I guess courtesy. I said, well, yes, but that was the favor of God. And it shows up in my life all the time. Now she didn't have a clue what I was talking about, but it didn't make any difference if she had a clue or not. I'm giving God the glory for it. Every time I say that was the favor of God, I'm giving him the credit for it. And my friend said, you know, I knew you were going to say that. I said, well, here I am trying to buy your dinner and somebody else beats us to the punch and they bought our dinner. I said, that's the favor of God. He said, you really do expect this to show up all the time. I said, yes. And did you notice I didn't walk in this restaurant with a sign in my hand saying, I'm Jerry Savell. Would anybody like to show me favor? I said, I don't have to do that. I just expect the favor of God to show up all the time. So a lot of people say, well, Brother Jerry, how'd you get that way? Well, number one, I began studying this 45 years ago. No, 47 years ago. This, these are old notes. They're two years old. I began studying this 47 years ago when I'd never heard anybody even say the phrase favor of God. I didn't even know it existed. But the Lord said to me after I'd shut my business down, and I went to my guest bedroom in my home and he said, I want you to spend the next three months studying my word. And at the end of those three months, I will make a preacher out of you. Now he said, give me no less than eight hours a day for three months and I'll make a preacher out of you. So I shut my business down 
And under his instructions, I obeyed and I went into my guest bedroom every morning and I spent eight hours in there studying the Word of God. And I did that for three months. Now, during that time, one of the things that he began teaching me was on the subject of the favor of God. And once again, at that time, I'd never heard anybody mention it. I'd never heard anybody preach about it. And of course, I didn't even know it existed. But here's what happened. You see, it was Kenneth Copeland's teachings on righteousness and Kenneth Hagin's books on right and wrong thinking that led me into this study. Because once I listened to Brother Copeland talk about righteousness and what it meant, right standing with God, then the thought came, well, if I have right standing with God, then surely I must have favor with God. Now, even though I'd never heard anybody say it quite that way, that thought came up in me. If I have right standing with God, then surely I have favor with God. You know, it's that way with any other kind of relationship you have. If you have right standing uh, with your best friend, then obviously you're not going to be afraid to ask that friend for a favor from time to time. You have favor with that person. So I began thinking, if I have right standing with God, then surely I have favor with God. Then all of a sudden, as I began to search the Word of God, I started seeing favor from one end of the book to the other, the favor of God. In fact, here's, here's a scripture that really got it going for me. 1 Corinthians 15, 34. And it says, awake unto righteousness. When I read that phrase, awake unto righteousness, I began to meditate on that. I began to think about that. What does the word awake mean? It means become aware. It also means to become mentally and spiritually alert or mentally and spiritually perceptive. What does that mean? Spiritually and mentally perceptive means that you have come to the realization that righteousness is more than just a Bible term, but it literally means you have right standing with God and it's become a revelation to you and you're now walking in it. You're experiencing it. You're practicing it. You know, I practice my right standing with God. How do I do that? By simply knowing that I have the right to stand in His presence as though sin has never occurred, as though uh, I've never made a mistake, even though I've made plenty, but He's forgiven me, praise God. He's not holding that against me. Everything I did wrong is under the blood of Jesus. And now, praise God, I have the right to stand in His presence as though sin has never occurred. So if I awake to righteousness and I awake to the fact that I have right standing with Him, then that also means that I must have favor with Him. Now, I want to challenge you today to awake to that. Become perceptive, become aware, become alert to the realization that you have favor with God. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what you've done in your past. That's all under the blood of Jesus. And you now have favor with God. Now, 2 Corinthians 5.21, listen to this. What a powerful verse. For he, speaking of Jesus, was made to be sin for us, who knew no sin, speaking of Jesus, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now, that says it all right there. This is what is known as the great exchange. Jesus, who knew no sin, was made to be sin. 
He was willing to become sin in our behalf. So he who knew no sin was made to be sin for us. He was made to be sin with our sin. Why? So that we might be made the righteousness of God. Now, do you believe the Bible? I like what Kenneth Hagin used to say. Why don't we just act like the New Testament's true? Well, right here, he's telling us that Jesus was made to be sin so that we could be made the righteousness of God. Now, if you believe the Bible, then you're going to have to believe that you are now the righteousness of God, meaning you have right standing with God. And one of the greatest characteristics of right standing with God is you have favor with God. Praise God. Is this sinking in yet? You have favor with God. Say it with me. I have favor with God. Don't let anybody tell you any different. All you got to do is go to the Bible and you'll find out this is true. This is not Jerry Savelle teaching. This is Bible teaching. I discovered it 47 years ago and I've been preaching it ever since. I've been living it ever since and I've been sharing with people all over the world who have literally awakened to the realization that they have right standing with God and because of that, they have favor with God and now they too are learning how to live in a continual state of God's favor. Wouldn't you agree with me that when David said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and one of the, one of the synonyms for the word goodness is favor, surely favor follows me all the days of my life. Wouldn't you agree? That means the man is saying, I live in a continual state of God's favor. Well, so do I, and so can you. Awake to this realization. Let it sink in. Study it, praise God, until you know it as well as you know your name, that you have right standing with God, and because of it, you have favor with God. Praise God. What a great revelation. I trust that it is sinking in. I want you to watch this announcement. I'll be back in just a few moments with some closing remarks. Amen. Experience of life. A passion for God, a passion for souls, a passion for motorcycles. Everything we do has a passion for it. But it didn't start out that way, did it, Jimmy? No, it didn't, Bill. It actually began in 1998 with Dr. Savelle just fellowshipping among bikers, the employees, friends, but it soon evolved and expanded into an effective outreach of this ministry. And we've seen lives change hundreds of thousands. The, the founding scripture even, Philippians 2.15, that you would be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, amidst a crooked and a perverse nation among whom you shine as light. And chariots of light truly do shine, have the love of the Father, the compassion of Jesus Christ, and the power of the Holy Ghost. And we've seen hundreds of thousands of lives change for His glory. And again, reaching hundreds of thousands, going for millions. It's going to take us all. We just love to have you be a part. Thank you so much. You 
can live in a continual state of God's favor and experience all that life has to offer. In the powerful book and accompanying three CD teaching, Living in a Continual State of God's Favor from Jerry Savelle, you'll be encouraged to declare and expect God's favor to bring you through every situation. The Bible assures us that through Christ, we have access by faith to a remarkable state of grace and favor. This state of favor isn't a physical place. Rather, it's a manner of standing, an attitude or position. You can learn to lay hold of the fact that you're in right standing with God. When you live in a continual state of God's favor, God will take you to a new level of blessings and abundance. Don't wait any longer. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the Living in a Continual State of God's Favor package, including the powerful book and three CD teaching by Jerry Savelle. Start to firmly and securely stand in a continual state of God's favor today. Hey, listen, let me encourage you to pray for the Chariots of Light Christian Biker uh, Ministry. I'm telling you, God is using this organization, this outreach of Jerry Savelle Ministries, in a powerful way. In fact, just before coming in the studio today, I got an email from our national director, Bill Horn, telling me that the team that we had in Sturgis at the big rally there that they do every year, uh, over a half a million people show up for this rally, most of whom are not Christians. We have had over 5,000 decisions for Christ in that rally already. Isn't that amazing? So listen, I want you to pray for Jared's Light. In fact, I'd like to encourage you, if you have a passion for God, a passion for souls, and you like riding motorcycles, why don't you consider becoming a member? If you'd like to become a member of Church Light, you can just log on the website and find out how that can happen. We may have a chapter already in your area. You can find out, meet the president, and maybe ride on the next tour when we're in your area. So keep in mind, Church Light, a great outreach uh, to bikers, and somebody's got to go into that world and we decided we wanted to, and God chose us to do so, and I love it, praise God. In fact, uh, tomorrow I'm leaving on a Chariots Light tour, and we'll be preaching in different cities every night and watching people come to Christ as we ride motorcycles across the country. So keep us in prayer. Also, let me remind you of our special offer this week, my book entitled Living in a Continual State of God's Favor, and three CDs by the same title. Now, once again, these CDs were taken from a service where I had at least an hour to spend on this subject and to get in depth and uh, cover a lot more material than I was able to do on this television broadcast. So that's why they're so valuable. This is the way that I began learning the Word of God myself way back 47 years ago. I mentioned on the broadcast today, getting Kenneth Hagin's book on right and wrong thinking, getting uh, Kenneth Copeland's tapes on uh, the reality of righteousness. And I'd listen and I'd read and I'd listen and I'd read and I'd listen and I'd read until it became a revelation to me. That's what you can do with these resources. Read the book, Living in a Continual State of God's Favor, and listen to the messages by the same title. I'm telling you, by the time you get through with this, it's going to become a revelation to you and you're going to begin to live in a continual state of God's favor. You're going to see it show up more in your life than ever before. So if you'd like those resources, go to our website or call the number that's on the screen. Order them right now. Don't delay. The worst thing you can do is put it off. Do it now so that we can get them to you and you can begin to study this material on your own 
And I'm telling you, it's life-changing. Also, partners, thank you once again for believing in this ministry, believing in its outreaches. We appreciate you so very much. Thank you for being our partner. And don't forget, everyone, social media, Twitter, Instagram, oh, all those great things. Take uh, advantage of that. We'd love to stay connected with you. Thanks for watching today. I'll see you again next week. And until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world. Next week. In the last days, we're going to start seeing the favor of God show up beyond anything we've ever experienced before. And before the program's up, I'm going to show you that from the Word of God.